It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360 COVID-19 series on May 5th, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, even in the toughest times during this COVID-19 pandemic. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the City of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at ManhattanBeachChamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the President, CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, This is an ongoing series on Tuesday mornings to bring the most relevant and impactful information to you every week with a special emphasis on the COVID-19 pandemic as it relates to your life, your business in the South Bay and Manhattan Beach in particular. Hey, Kelly, how are you today? Good morning, Joe. I am fantastic. How are you? It's a gorgeous day. It's Tuesday. Thank you for having the chamber on again to address so many things that are happening during this, um, just this crazy time. And uh, we appreciate right. you taking the time to be with us again. I, I, I love that uh, you were willing to have a second show. I think many people that are going to be listening to the show know that there's a Friday show, and that's our regular uh, chamber show and that this one we needed more time we needed more time to to address the specific issues of this time that we're all sharing and uh today is an amazing show we're going to get into that in a minute do you have any uh, announcements that you want to make for uh, the general chamber 
I do have a few announcements, but yes, I am very excited about today's show too. I feel like a like a little kid in the candy shop. I just can't wait to announce <laughs> our our guests. But um, in keeping with what we always do, of course, I always have a few things to share with whomever is listening. Um, this is going to mm-hmm. be a big week. <clears throat> First of all, today is happy uh, Cinco de Mayo, it's May 5th, so wishing everybody out there safe and very happy Cinco de Mayo. Just a reminder to everyone to support your local restaurants that are open and providing takeout and delivery. There are several people um, offering super specials for Cinco de Mayo, um, whether they're uh, a traditional Mexican restaurant or just a bar and grill that are doing specials, um, please Follow the social media. Um, we have things posted on ours. I know on the north end, Poncho's, of course, a staple in Manhattan Beach, um, has quite a bit going on for Cinco de Mayo. It's all curbside, you know, pickup um, or delivery. Across the street from them is OB Bar and Grill. They always have Taco Tuesday. They're doing mar- takeout margaritas along with those tacos. Um, there will be several others too. But please, please continue to support our local restaurants. Um, they need your support. And today's a very festive day to do that. And then um, I know we're going to be on on Friday, but I'm not here to assume that everybody listens to us on both days. (laughs) So I want to remind everybody (laughs) that I know, I know it's a shocker. Um, Remind everybody that Sunday is Mother's Day. Um, Very Mm. important holiday. Not just to all the mothers out there, but to the retail and to the restaurant world. So, obviously, things are a little bit modified this year, but it doesn't mean that you can't order flowers from our local florists. It doesn't mean that you can't order a wonderful gift from our gift stores or our clothing stores in town. Most all of them are fulfilling online orders, and some of them are also doing the curbside pickup. Um, There will be, I don't know if you heard this, Joe, but yesterday... um, Governor Gavin Newsom announced that on this Thursday, he will be laying out um, kind of the rules of engagement and moving the economy into level two, which means that there will be some modified openings of some of the retail stores, just like what I just mentioned, um, some of the retail florists. Um, things of that nature, and the manufacturers that support them. Um, so, for instance, mm-hmm. if it's, um, you know, a candle, like Tabula Rossa or Gumtree that has candles and soaps and beautiful things from the home, um, some of those manufacturers that support those type of stores <clears throat> are going to be allowed to, you know, start ramping back up and producing the items that fill all those beautiful stores. Um, however, mm-hmm. alas, those stores have plenty of stock to fulfill Mother's Day orders. So um, we're anxiously awaiting all those announcements on Thursday. Um, however, it doesn't mean you can't still shop online. Hopefully by Friday or Saturday, we'll have even more of a um, store presence. You know, you won't be able to go in the store, but you'll be able to go up to it, pick things up, maybe do a little window shopping kind of, you know, virtually too. Um, but it's very exciting that we're moving in a positive direction. Um, we've also mm-hmm. been told that by the weekend of May 15th, don't have that exact date and that time yet, but the weekend of May 15th, there will be a modified opening of the beaches. 
okay. modified being most likely people will be able to go to the beach and exercise, move around, jog on the beach. Um, I think they're probably going to discourage groups from mm-hmm. gathering. Uh, I've heard no beach chairs, no umbrellas, no volleyball mm-hmm. yet. Um, but it is, again, a positive move in the direction. All of that direction will come from mm-hmm. the governor and then from our L.A. County Department of Health and then obviously the city. Mm-hmm. So I am not an official mm-hmm. source. I am just um, putting <laughs> out um, the teaser that this is all coming and it's positive movement. We're so excited to have you know, a little bit of, um, it's like a pressure gasket releasing, you know, or we're getting a little bit of relief and um, so needed. Um, It's been almost two months that these businesses have been, you know, shut down and uh, highly compromised. So uh, we're grateful, very, very grateful for any movement in that direction. Of course, we all want more. Um, Of course, we will all want the beaches to be fully open, but one step at a time, and everybody's health mm-hmm. and safety is paramount. Um, but it will give these businesses a little glimmer of hope. So um, very excited about mm-hmm. that. So more on that on Friday. Right. Well, this is, this is um, following, I think, uh, uh, you know, I follow the news uh, incessantly. <laughs> and uh, this is following some of the, the, um, the guidance from San Diego and from Oceanside, where – with a, a significantly reduced population in Oce- Oceanside, they allowed surfers to surf and runners to run. You can't stop. You can't sit down and have a picnic. You just have to keep moving is the basic idea, <laughs> uh-huh. whether in the water or on land. But um, hopefully that will work. Hopefully it will, and hopefully, you know, everybody will respect um, whatever guidelines and, you know, restrictions and behavior is allowed. Right. Hopefully everybody will respect that and will be able to continue to move in um, you know, a direction that opens a little bit more and a little bit more at a time. And um, mm-hmm. let's, ho- let's hope for the best and, and hope um, simultaneously that, you know, uh, we don't see a resurgence of the virus and cases in this area, too, because that, right. that, at the right. end of the day, is the most important thing. But even with that, Kelly, there are still businesses that are in trouble. There are still businesses that are suffering. There are still businesses, believe it or not, that have not been visited by the PPP gods and uh, (laughs) the PPP spirits that need help. I think almost – I don't know of one company that doesn't need help, Joe. Um, right. Okay. Everybody, you know, it, everybody needs help. Some people, yes, have seen uh, PPP, excuse me, <laughs> PPP funds, um, yeah. you know, deposited or transmitted to, you know, their accounts. Others have had notification that it's coming. Others have heard absolutely nothing past the initial transaction phase. It is a mixed bag, um, you know, small businesses, mid-sized businesses, different banks. It is, you know, it's a a web of, with many different points on it, of who is seeing that funding, who isn't. Um, I can tell you the ones that are receiving it just saw a massive relief 
I mean, it, it's yeah. almost like, you know, they just, they, they're so grateful for it. Some are starting to realize some of the grants that have been out there uh, that people can apply for. Again, those have been a moving target and very difficult to access and to be chosen to, you know, receive the grants. But um, there are those programs out there, and um, those funds are starting to trickle in for some people, not many. But um, even right. the ones that have received that are still in, in, in dire need. I, I mean, this is, you know, I was on a phone call yesterday uh, with the finance department in the city, and this is nothing like anything. You cannot compare this to absolutely anything uh, in our lifetime. Yeah. So um, all financial support and help is needed, and everybody's encouraged to have layers of that. So um, very, so, very important. Kelly, only, only if there was uh, a group that could show a little love for Manhattan Beach, a group that could help out those small businesses and and you know those those iconic uh, businesses. But it's not just that. It's when you help out a small business that's thriving in normal times, you're helping out dozens, multiple dozens, perhaps hundreds of people. If you if you ex- extrapolate to their employees and the people that depend on that business. Uh, You are. It's an unbelievable web. It is. And those businesses are the ones who support the community. They employ people in the community. They give back to the community on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Um, They love this community. They love their customers. And they truly are the heartbeat and the soul of this town. So um, you made me smile when you when you said that, Joe, because uh, I'm dying. To, can we can, can we just please start to announce our guests? You're, you're killing me here. Kelly, I, I want to uh, bring Kelly. them on and get into this. It's such exciting information that we have to share. I, I, the only last thing I can say is I think that when people hear what is been worked on and what is coming and from our guests they will not just scarcely believe it they will they will say of course only in manhattan beach kelly who are our guests today all right thank you joe uh today we have two guests on they're going to be talking about our new program in manhattan beach it's a small business fund called local love for manhattan beach First, we have Jeff Sirota. Him and his wife, Pear, were the originators and founding donors for the Local Love for Manhattan Beach Charitable Small Business Fund. Jeff and Pear are longtime residents of Manhattan Beach and truly love everything about the community. Their love for Manhattan Beach is clearly evident through their many civic and philanthropic activities. Jeff, originally from Dix Hills, New York, moved to California in 1990 to attend the MBA program at UCLA. In the summer of 91, Jeff moved to Manhattan Beach and fell in love with Southern California. Jeff has worked in the financial services industry for the last 30 years. Today, Jeff's professional time includes participation on several corporate board of directors, including two public companies, as well as advising an investment fund, which happens to have a focus on small businesses. Over the last several years, Jeff has been extremely active within our community. Jeff was the co-chairperson of the recent campaigns that raised significant funds for the Manhattan Beach education um, and school system. This included the 2016 campaign for Measure C and Measure EE, 
um, primarily that was for infrastructure at the new high school gym, and the 2018 campaign for Measure MB, which was the parcel tax fund. For six years, Jeff was a board member of both the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation as well as the NBEF Endowment Fund. In 2018, Jeff completed the Leadership Manhattan Beach Program, further expanding his civic involvement and community knowledge. Jeff currently is on the board of the Sand and Surf Soccer Club and was instrumental in securing a donation from Sand and Surf, as well as working with other local sports organizations to recently re-turf Village Field for the community's use. In addition to Jeff's Manhattan Beach commitment and volunteerism for the last four years, Jeff was on the Los Angeles chapter boards of both Teach for America and Positive Coaching Alliance. Both national charities focus broadly on youth education and development, especially within less privileged communities. The Sirotas have loved raising their children in this town. They have a sophomore at Miracosta High School, as well as a seventh grader at the middle school, Manhattan um, Beach Middle School. Both are active in various community school and sports activities. Also joining us today is Scott Crace. Scott is the founder of One to One USA Foundation and an actively engaged philanthropist. His, uh, he is also currently a senior advisor on the investment team of Oak Hill Advisors, LP, which he helped start in 1993. At Oak Hill, Scott was a senior partner with portfolio management responsibilities in the U.S. and Europe. Scott received a B.S. cum laude from the Wharton School of U University of Pennsylvania. Beginning in 2017, Scott has made one-to-one USA Foundation his primary focus as he is passionate in his belief that customizable giving will profoundly and positively impact the future of charity. Scott lives in Westchester, New York with his wife, four children, and dog named appropriately Philly, and can be found attending sporting events all over his hometown of Philadelphia. So it's my great pleasure to welcome the founding donor of Local Love from Manhattan Beach, Jeff Sirota, and the founding partner of the charitable organization. This is running through One to One USA, Scott Grace, Jeff, and Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly. Thank, thank you, Kelly. Those were long introductions. <laughs> you guys, Jeff, you have done a lot in this community. <laughs> Thanks. I love it. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to start with you, Jeff. Um, when people hear this show, I'm I'm very proud of what this is. This hyper local media. This will be shared and passed from neighbor to neighbor in Manhattan, Hermosa, Redondo, Torrance, El Segundo, people who know Manhattan Beach. Tell me about Manhattan Beach. Why is it this place that you're establishing local love for Manhattan Beach? Um, so I, I grew up in, I, I can't remember if it was in the bio that Kelly just read, I don't think so. I, I grew up in the East Coast. Um, always dreamed about looking at Southern California as a place to just check out, I'll call it, you know, in my mid twenties, mm. came out here to get my mm. MBA, you know, to pursue education. And sort of like was in Los Angeles and it was like, eh, you know, big, highly dense city, somewhat nameless, faceless, um, weather was great, mm. but no sort of connection to the city. 
um, my second year while attending UCLA, I said, you know, I'm probably going to end up going back to New York. I might as well live down by the beach. And when I moved down here, it was sort of like just eye-opening, and it just completely changed my my view of um, Southern California living. Um, obviously, hmm. still had the weather. That didn't change. But the vibe and the charm with the ocean right here, the sand right here, the energy um, in both downtown Manhattan Beach and the North End, which is what obviously this program is about, and just the people. Um, the people were so engaging, um, very, it just felt like a small town within a big city, you know, the hole in the donut. And just for how I grew up and what was important to me, that personal connection to both the town and to the people was very important, and it, it just resonated. And I spent, you know, first my single days here, uh, then I met my wife and now raised my family, and it's, um, it really changed who I was. Um, and so now that I've spent more than half my life living here, um, it is it is me, and um, I just love it. And I, as soon as when I stopped working uh, full time over the last six or seven years, I've just tried to throw as much energy back into the community that's given me so much. Uh, and that's what this is, you know, really all about. I, I have to say, I'm I'm going to come to you, Scott, in a second. But I have to say, you know, Jeff, we live in the South Bay bubble, or as uh, my partner. Jackie has described it, it's like a black hole. Once someone comes to the South Bay and experiences it, they tend to uh, try every uh, trick in the book to figure out how they can work in the South Bay so they never have to leave. What is it, Jeff? I I wish I knew the answer, but I do think it's a – I agree with you, whether it's Redondo, Hermosa, Manhattan, El Segundo, I mean the entire South Bay, um, I think we all have this little bit of a, a cult love for it. Um, and you're right. Once you get in, you're like, life is just good here, you know, from whether it's the education yeah. system, the people, the weather, the activity, the um, the type of the interest level, the diversification of the people. Um, it's just it's a very I can't think of a better place on earth to to experience life. Um, it is just there's just a vibe here uh, that I have traveled yeah. quite a bit that I don't think exists anywhere else. And I think part of it and it's right. why this program, I think, really can be impactful and make sense. Is part of it is because yeah. of its its size, right? It, certainly, when you go right. more specific to Manhattan Beach over the broader South Bay, um, it's small enough that you can make a difference. Um, I couldn't run this right. program in the county of Los Angeles. Uh, I could, but it right. would, you know, the, your your ability to sort of touch the dollars and see where they ended up, you know, would just get diluted so quickly. Um, it wouldn't be. Right. The, the, it wouldn't have the value add. It wouldn't be bespoke and customized, you know, similar, and which is one of the reasons why we're working with Scott's organization, because we can do that. I want to jump so in Scott, for one second. Yeah, uh, please, Hold on, uh, Joe. What, did you catch yeah. that Jeff called this a donut hole? He called, he called it the hole in the, the donut, The hole in actually. the donut. The hole in the donut, which is a little different than a black hole. I mean, if you think about that, I love that, Jeff, because, you know, <laughs> A donut is all goodness all around, and you know, whereas a black hole is a little more mystery <laughs> behind that, right? But a donut hole—I mean, what what isn't to love about a donut or a donut hole? And it perfectly describes how you know fabulous and charming and unique um, and surrounded by goodness um, this little hole in the donut. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I was probably referring to more like that. That was L.A., and we were the we were the uh, you know the little oasis within within L.A. So we got to figure out how to 
get the etymology of that cliche down, but uh, I think everybody, I think the <laughs> listeners understand what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. We are the best donut so, in the box. That's exactly. Okay. So, so that's the, that's the point, Scott, is that we know we love the South Bay and Manhattan Beach in particular, but Scott, you deal with communities all over the country that have exactly this same issue and exa- not not COVID-19, but the issue of they have a love for a community and they want to engage in a, I want to say, hard, personal way with people that they know and that they love and that they have something, a kinship. Talk about that, Scott. Uh, well, thanks, Joe, and, and thanks, Jeff. Um, look, the, the COVID-19 has created both a uh, a health. I think what people have realized is one of the ways that they can they can really get back um, is to really focus on their local communities because no one's traveling. There's no big dinners being hosted and no charity fundraisers. And uh, more importantly, what people are doing by staying home is really seeing how much and experiencing how much their local communities uh, mean to them and their families how important they are to their daily lives, and how amazing the people are. Um, there's been plenty written about uh, the amazing work that the healthcare workers are doing every single day. Um, all the essential workers, though, uh, that, that are contributing uh, to our daily livelihoods, whether they be sanitation workers, whether they be um, uh, police and fire, obviously first responders. And what uh, Jeff and Pierre have uh, launched, uh, along with One to One and along with help from uh, Kelly and, and Manhattan Beach uh, Chamber of Commerce, is really a program geared at, at uh, the fabric of everyone's community, which is small business. Um, restaurants, small business are uh, essential, both for the jobs that have been mentioned and also for, uh, you know, for the ability to actually form a community. Um, and I think that uh, again, the focus on this, that the Sroders have had, which a lot of other people have, uh, Joe, across the country, is really how do we fix, repair, honor, respect these local communities that are so important to our lives? And, and this, is, uh, this is another great example of that. Wow. Well, okay. So I, I, I'm done playing games, trying to figure out how best to introduce this. What what's going on? What is local love for Manhattan Beach, and when does it start? Um, so it started, I guess. Um, I guess it started at the end of last week, Thursday or Friday. And what the program is is a grant, just straight up grant. So I, you guys are talking a lot about PPP, um, which yeah. depending on what the use of proceeds are for the PPP loans, um, some of it may or may not be forgiven, and the rest would be a loan. Um, uh, so that's one thing, but it is a straight out grant and it's a grant from neighbors to neighbors. Um, a lot of it is driven because of some of the, Joe, some of the stuff you and Kelly were talking about, about the difficulty of these small businesses, sole proprietors accessing PPP mm-hmm. loans or, or accessing the quantum of PPP loans. Um, we're targeting, mm-hmm. um, and the reason why it's the business owner um, and why we're giving grants to those folks, because um, there's, Unfortunately, because of this pandemic, there's lots of need out in the world, but it's all the other stuff mm-hmm. we've been talking about. It's the domino effect 
that those business owners provide, right? They keep their storefronts open. They pay their employees. They create, I think Scott just mm-hmm. mentioned it, that community vibe. You know, we can all walk downtown and have a beautiful experience because those businesses are open and we can window shop and we can go in and we can converse. Um, and it's, these are, you know, these are again, living pe- people that live right next door to us. And so we're trying to make mm-hmm. sure we give them enough of a grant that it makes a difference. Um, you know, mm-hmm. all, yeah, I'm a big, I'm very philanthropic. I'm, you know, all, all charity is good, but the idea was not to simply um, give a $500 donation to somebody who's struggling so that they can, you know, pay for the meals of that week. But the idea is to give the grants mm-hmm. are targeted between $5,000 and $20,000. Um, so it's significant. I mean, it's effectively meant to replace the income for these last few months. And it's significant enough so that when that sole proprietor is sitting at their kitchen table with their family, stressed, mm. uh, trying to figure out whether they should open their business or not, and it's not like we're going to be opening up into a booming economy. Um, two things. One, they have some financial support, hopefully significant financial support, to bridge that gap. And two, they also feel the love of the fact that the, the funds for that program came from their neighborhood. So it make you know from from their neighbors, and so that it makes them you know gives them the energy to get out of bed and go for it, and you know basically provide us the, you know the charm that we all experience here in Manhattan Beach. Um, and so the way the program works is, we we announced it first to donees, um, and so that was sent through Kelly's organization to all potential applicants mm-hmm. um, within the North End and downtown Manhattan Beach. And as much as, and if the program grows, we'd love to expand it. The reason why I was limited mm. to those two areas is I think, I think I heard that earlier, somebody called it maybe the iconic areas of Manhattan Beach right now. And I think because those are the mm-hmm. foot traffic areas, that's where people come to visit, you know, tourists come to visit, people walk around. So we focus there. It's a size, it's, a, it's an economic size area that I feel we can raise enough money for to make a difference on those business owners and make sure that they all stay open. Um, so it was launched mm-hmm. to them on Thursday or Friday. We are sort of spending the next couple of weeks, um, in addition to the funds we already have in the program, we are seeking, obviously, more donors. Um, on May 15th, mm-hmm. um, this is not a first-come, first-serve, so everyone will get their application in by May 15th. On May 15th, we'll review all the applications, and hopefully, you know, it takes time to review those, but, you know, we're prepared, and the one-to-one organization has a staff uh, reviewing them concurrently. And we will hopefully be able to give grants out, you know, that following week. Uh, and that will be dictated by the number of applications we have and the amount of money that we've raised over the, next, the last couple of weeks to make the program as significant as possible. Right. Kelly, um, I want you to step in for a minute because I don't think people can really – it's not time yet to to talk about what we're all doing and what we're all – trying to do for small businesses it's only time to do but the chamber is you guys are (laughs) i think if you could be open 24 7 you would be but you get calls at all times of the day and night kelly talk about this how important is this going to be for the community the small business and the and the community at large you know, it, it's extremely important. And, yes, you know, we have remained open throughout this entire time. And when we, I'm in the office every day, the phone calls, 
the emails, the texts from members, non-members, the community, residents, other neighboring cities um, who see what we're doing and the information that we're disseminating and sharing with everybody. Um, you know, I, I've talked about over the weeks how the, um, the main topics and issues and concerns and mood, you know, kind of changes from week to week. I've seen the patterns. I've seen the flow. You know, if I had to label each week, I could. And uh, I think, you know, the Chamber's done an amazing job of reacting to that, planning out in advance now in some cases, but also at the time when, you know, all of it, no one was prepared for this, um, reacting to it immediately. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, you know, people – are exasperated. Um, these small business owners are um, struggling. Uh, this is their heart and soul, and it's not it's not just the income. And most for most of them, it's their sole source of income. Um, not all of them, but it's their soul. It's their source of their being, their identity, their life, and 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 giving to this community. They're not just a store that opens their door. They're a part, you know, of of you know. I call it the ecosystem of Manhattan Beach and, and what is going on here. And uh, last uh, Thursday. Uh, we finally, obviously, um, you know, Jeff, um, Scott, Scott's staff, and um, David Gendron, who is the president of Rotary, have been very involved in all this and bringing this to fruition. And last Thursday at 5 p.m., I, I finally hit the send, like the submit button, which blasted mm. the, the information out to 146 potential small businesses um, in the downtown Manhattan Beach and North End. And we immediately – started receiving emails, texts, calls. Um, some came right back to the chamber. Some went directly to Jeff because people in the community know him. Um, some went to uh, Jill Lampkin, who's the executive director for downtown Manhattan Beach. Um, we all just started getting this flood of response. And uh, the resp- every single response that I'm aware of was extremely emotional, extremely heartfelt. I mean, you could feel a person, you know, crying when they're typing the email, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Some people Mm -hmm. said, I'm literally, this has brought me to tears. You know, others were speechless. And so grateful that uh, this was put out in the community. Um, We kept it under wraps. Uh, when we were developing it uh, just to keep um, mm-hmm. as we worked through the information and all the qualifiers so people really didn't know about it beforehand and um, it was like a little kind of gift almost in their inbox <laughs> you know last Thursday at 5 mm-hmm. p.m. and you could feel that and um, the people who like opening up the email was like opening up um, opportunity opening up some hope it was like a, there was like a rainbow coming from you know, out of that email and shining if you can imagine that and um, you know, it's funny because I had gone out to get takeout with a friend that night when I got back home and I was back online. I was reading more of these emails and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to, like, call Jeff, but it's like 10 o'clock at night. I can't call Jeff at 10 o'clock at night. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I just want to share this. And, um, and then sure enough, I think, I can't remember, Jeff, it was like you who texted me or you had sent me an email and I saw the timestamp was like, whatever, you know, 9.52. I'm like, he's awake. And so I 
I think I either emailed or texted back because it was so profound. And, um, that, you know, there was one person either even that said at first she was so grateful and so touched and this is what the community is all about. And this is so Manhattan Beach, of course. You know, somebody had stepped up and started this. But, you know, she emailed us back, I think, later that night or the next day. I think it was the next day, saying, you know what, I've thought about this. Um, we, we aren't going to apply for it because there's other people, other business neighbors in downtown Manhattan Beach that I know that need it more than I do. Mm. And, and I, Joe, it, what I like that, I've, I've been talking about that particular business owner because First of all, Kelly's right. Every application uh, and some of the emails I've read, I don't get through because I have I get choked up, um, and you really yeah. you feel the pain. And so I know that the charity has certainly hit home. But that particular yeah. um, business owner just reminds me of the scene in A Wonderful Life when George Bailey is you know asking the different depositors how much money they need to take out of the bank, and the right. you know the, the older woman says, "I only need two dollars and seventeen cents." Right. So it's the it's right. also those neighbors saying, look, we we recognize these are neighbors helping neighbors. We'll take and you're seeing that people are saying this is what I need, and if others need it more, we're going to step up and support them. Um, and that's the message Actually, that we're getting. Actually, there's one more part of that, uh, Kelly. That that particular business owner not only said that they were not going to apply so that others could get it, they actually said they were going to be a donor. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. I remember. Yes, right. you're right. Yeah. Scott, how many um, applications uh, have you received thus far? Um, we're about uh, 30. I think it's 29 uh, to be exact. And obviously Jeff mentioned the deadline is May 15th. This is not first come, first serve. Um, also, mm-hmm. you know, we will be one-to-one, we'll be reaching out to all the applicants to uh, remind them if there's anything uh, missing or additional uh, need for their application. So uh, we are not, uh, we're not going into the PPP hole, uh, full transparency yeah. and full, full access to the staff at one-to-one to make sure that people understand that their applications have been received, they're complete, and as Jeff said, we will review them incredibly quickly, and the goal is to get money out the door uh, the week after May 15th. So, uh, in and around Memorial Day and the week after Memorial Day um, for this first round. Um, I just want to add, I, I think oh, the hope God, we're is before to that. The... We're, bef- we're before Memorial Day. Don't tell me that. It'll be no, no. <laughs> the week of The week before Memorial Day is the hope <laughs> okay. that people, uh, people can open and, and be, uh, be accessible to the community. So, um, but it would be great to expand. And uh, I think as, uh, as people hear about this program and hopefully uh, donations uh, do increase the size of it, uh, I think that the uh, the intention is to expand as much as we can, um, but the focus right now is on downtown Manhattan Beach and uh, North Manhattan Beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, uh, there, so, I have a few. I'm sorry, Kelly, you go on. Well, no, I was just going to say I, um, I wanted to talk and have Jeff talk about uh, and Scott the creation uh, and all the, the kind of the elements of the application because I think there are some unique um, asks it, it within or opportunities within the application process, which um, I think was you know was was defined very well. Uh, 
in in the output of the information, but all these small business owners have been so conditioned um, by the lack of funds and the lack of um, being able to log on to portals when a when a grant goes live or something that you know there were several people who tried to do it immediately and clicks in before the whole world crashed again and uh, I think that it's just so sad that they've been conditioned that way and I understand it uh, and they're not alone in in that thought and that behavior but uh, I think what's so important and Scott just said it it's so important to know that this is open until May 15th um, it's not a first come first serve you know the system hasn't crashed and but there's a couple different elements to the application particularly like a personal statement and and things that um just, yeah, Kelly, and, Jeff, you're, you're you're obviously i'm gonna just jump in there if you don't mind that uh you're getting yeah. to it look we there was a bunch of reasons why um we came up with this program and a lot of it i think you got mentioned scott and i know him for 35 years we're like best friends so we talk all the time i'm very familiar with his you know one-to-one broader program and as we were talking, we came up with this bespoke program for Manhattan Beach. But one of the main reasons was exactly what you're talking about. It's not a, it's not going to be a, it wasn't meant to be a cumbersome technical program like PPP. This was meant to, I'm helping my neighbor. And what we're trying to do in the application, I think is where you just went, is, um, you know, like me, I bleed Manhattan Beach. I like to think of it as, and you, we talked earlier on the call about, you know, it's just my love for this place. That's what, I'm, that's what we're looking for in the application, right? We're looking for that personal statement, that letter of reference. Um, you know, show us you have the financial need because there's obviously that's what charity is for. But then you show us the passion and your love for Manhattan Beach, and then we're partners, right? That's, those are the kind of people we all want to embrace. And that, that's what the, app, mm-hmm. in the application is. Um, because we are giving out money and we have multiple donors, uh, obviously the application has some, you know, what I'll call professional questions, if that's the, uh, maybe the right term, you know, it's six or seven pages. But the heart of it is everything that we've been talking about, about, you know, sort of the love, the local love for Manhattan Beach and that going sort of both ways. Yeah, I'll, I'll just reiterate, Kelly and Jeff, this is, uh, this is a program very much created uh, with the help of, of uh, Jeff and Pierre, um, customized to exactly what Jeff said, get to the heart of it. Um, this is not the SBA. Uh, this is not a small business loan. Um, we are trying to find those business owners who are suffering uh, along with, uh, you know, everyone else, but suffering uh, in their personal lives to really uh, understand how am I going to make it personally and how am I going to open up my business? Um, and that's what the application really tries to get at. Uh, Jeff said there's a personal statement. Um, there's a reference uh, that is optional, but, but, you know, we certainly would like to see it if, if possible. Um, there's an understanding of personal financial need, which we know is certainly prevalent uh, given, uh, you know, given COVID-19 and, and given the economy. Um, as a result, um, we're asking for people to include in their application just uh, a few things. Um, again, they're, they're, the application is not meant to be cumbersome. And if there's anybody that needs any help or has any questions, uh, we're totally available. This is not a black box in any way. Um, and one-to-one is there to help uh, the applicants and, and help anybody that has any questions. Excellent. Excellent. Now, I, I just wanted to add that I have two links in the show notes um, for one-to-oneusa.org, one-to-one. The, uh, it's one, O-N-E, the, the, the digit two, O-N-E, USA. Dot O-R-G, um, one to one. Uh, but 
how do people find this particular program on the website? Um, uh, if I'm at the website, what do I click on? Um, well, there's there's two links that you're referencing, which hopefully you'll include in the show notes um, that were included right. in the emails that went out. Um, and maybe Kelly, if you don't, maybe you could read those off. Um, but those are the two specific links: one for donors, and one for donees. So maybe Jeff or Kelly, if you can read those off, that would be great. And we should include them in the in the notes. But on our general site, Joe, that you just mentioned, uh, we have a special COVID-19 banner, unfortunately, up top. Um, and local mm. love for Manhattan Beach is a is a specific program that you can uh, you can reference as a donor. Um, and, and find that listed uh, under that COVID-19 banner. Um, but the application, mm. uh, you know, Kelly, maybe you can read off the specifics of that application, and you can always uh, just send us an email at info um, at one-to-one-usa.org, and, and we'll, we'll send you whatever you need as well. So that's all listed on the website. Sure. But, Kelly, there are two specific um, websites that, that links that we gave out. Sure. Um, you want me to go ahead and read those off, Joe? Sure. Okay, so the first one to apply, um, and again, this is for businesses in downtown Manhattan Beach and North Manhattan Beach, uh, is the word one, O-N-E, the number two, the word one, O-N-E, USA.org. So that's one-to-one-USA.org forward slash donee hyphen application hyphen L-L. MB, as in Local Love Manhattan Beach. So one more time, one-to-one-USA.org forward slash donee hyphen application hyphen LLMB. The other one, and I hope we're going to talk about this. Kelly, I just want to be specific. Donee is D-O-N-E-E dash application dash LLMB. Yes. Definitely. Uh, and the other one that's so important, too, is um, to donate. And today is Giving Tuesday. So what a better day to, um, you know, get, show some local love for all these businesses in Manhattan Beach um, today or at any time as this fund grows. As Jeff mentioned, um, the more funds that are donated to the fund, um, the more businesses will be able to support and contribute to. So the uh, and, and, link and to Kelly, the Kelly. – I, I just want to uh, uh, step in here for a second because the, the donors have a much easier time. The donors can just go to one-to-one-usa.org. They click on that red button at the top or orange button or whatever, donate now. Then they click choose program, and then they program select local love for Manhattan Beach. So for people Perfect. for whom uh, – yep. Links are, you know, they're allergic to links. <laughs> there's, there's a whole meme in the whole Internet space about people being allergic to links. But uh, for donors, go to the web, main website, click on the big orange button, go down to select program, and check local love for Manhattan Beach. Right. And anybody can um, donate to this if you feel compelled, um, if you are a local resident, uh, uh, an organization, if you have a second home here and love coming to Manhattan Beach, if you used to live here and you have moved away, we've had a lot of inquiry from a lot of different people. I know um, Jeff has been working on that. I'm going to allow Jeff to jump in and share a little bit more about the donor um, end of this. Um. 
Great. Uh, just uh, not to uh, inundate everybody with links. The other thing is my wife did last night. Uh, our, that's our crack media team. Uh, she did set up an Instagram <laughs> account for, uh, just as it sounds, local love for Manhattan Beach. Um, so anybody could go to that Instagram account and has a little bit more information, has what I guess is in the media world called the landing page, and then has all the links mm. that we just talked about. So that, that would be the last. Uh, um, we don't exactly have a big staff here at the Sirota household for, uh, for these things, but we're, we're getting it done. Um, so I think, Kelly, you were asking me to talk a little bit about the donor um, experience or Sorry, I'm not quite sure what. Sure, I, I, you know, we we want people to feel like they can be a part of this. So, yeah. if somebody wants not just to be an, a donee or an applicant, how how does one help out and join in what you have created? Yeah, so obviously, like any charity donation, and I think we probably just give the the link three times. So we're obviously uh, very very open to having mm-hmm. donations. But more importantly, if anybody, you know, this is very um, grassroots and personal. Um, so I am more than happy personally to talk to anybody. Um, this is obviously only a 45-minute-hour radio call, and um, maybe we don't get into the backstory and how it all works. So uh, certainly anybody should feel free to reach out to me, um, jeffsirota1 at gmail.com. Um, you can certainly track me down through one-to-one. Um, so happy to talk about anything. And, you know, we obviously want, you know, I think, I don't know if it was mentioned on this call, um, Joe, but, we're, you know, the, the program is already over $200,000 of donations. Um, so we know we're going to be able to make a significant contribution into these businesses. But if you really start, I think Scott said there's 30 applications to date. Um, you know, I would expect that number to, you know, maybe double, you know, given how challenging this pandemic is, you know, you probably have to assume that at least, you know, a third to half the businesses are probably going to apply. Um, I don't, you know, we don't, I don't have any statistical study on that, but it's sort of a gut feel and, if we want to give out, you know, ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars per business, um, you could do the math, right? And so, you know, we would really like to raise, you know, at least a half a, mil- a total of a half a million to a million dollars. Um, you know, we're not, we don't sort of have a hard target on anything, but we really do want to make sure that each of these businesses um, have the wherewithal to open back up and start giving back the way they have been for years and years and years, the way Kelly has talked about. Right. And I do want. Uh, Scott, can you talk a little bit about One to One USA and uh, you know, the, the C3 status and, and what a donor can actualize with that? Sure. One to One USA, uh, I founded uh, about uh, two years ago. We launched about four years ago, uh, sort of went on the mission to create a model for donors uh, to be able to customize a charity that really resonated and really spoke to them. Um, and this example of local of Manhattan Beach is the perfect example of why One to One was launched. Um, how, how do we make charitable personal char- charitable giving personal? How do we make it fully transparent for the donors? Um, and, and how do we make it that much more impactful for the donees and the donors so that charitable giving becomes something that people uh, can really uh, understand, uh, both for their families and also for their communities? So uh, we founded it uh, a couple years ago. Um, we operate uh, really to create different charities underneath a uh, private 501c3 um, to really uh, allow donors, like I said, to stand up in a matter of days, not months, uh, a, a cause that is really meaningful to them. And so Jeff mentioned that we've known each other for a very, very long time, um, and he knew that what we were doing at One to One, and he said, is this something that, that we can create as a, as a family 
uh, and really sponsor uh, for the community of, of Manhattan Beach. And uh, after, I don't know, Jeff uh, and Kelly, about a week or so of uh, some good hard work, uh, we did launch Local Love Manhattan Beach under the one-to-one -one USA uh, kind of umbrella. Um, but this is very much a program designed uh, by locals for locals, and that's what I think makes it that much more special. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So now we are near the end of the program. Uh, any any final words for people, Jeff, and in terms of how they can connect, or um, you've given out your <laughs> you've given out your your. Uh, your your personal information. Uh, we, uh, so. Joe, I think my final word is we are we are open, right? It is open arms and really seeking the community's help. Um, it was an idea. It's now being launched. We're, we're hoping it grows. Um, the one thing I'd really want listeners to understand, if you sort of think about the dates for a second, today is May 5th. These businesses, these owners needed money yesterday. We obviously had to put a process out there for um, for them to you know, put together applications, so that's about a 10-day process. Um, we obviously have to dovetail the amount that's in the fund with the demand in the applications. And so where I was getting all that is there's a bit of an urgency involved as well. Um, so, mm -hmm. if, you know, if listener, you know, and so the listeners, if, they're, if it resonates with them, reach out, donate, ask questions, but importantly, tell your friends, tell them about the urgency, um, because it, it's really all about what happens over the next two weeks that's going to drive, you know, right. how much we can help this community. Right. Right. Well, I am very excited. Uh, I know that uh, Kelly is going to be working overtime, uh, ensuring that donors know that there's a place that they can go, that they know their money is going to be targeted to Manhattan Beach. And so donors can, can go to uh, Local Love for Manhattan Beach and know that that money is going to be specifically targeted to what they want, which is local uh, help. And um, so get ready for the flood, gentlemen. Get ready yeah. for the flood. <laughs> we hope so. We hope so. Yes. Yes. Uh, great. I just want to. I just want to. Before uh, we go, Joe, can I can yeah. I just give a, a ha an early happy birthday to Jeff's daughter Rowan, who was born on the same day as my daughter, and so I just wanted to say happy birthday, to Rowan. <laughs> and right back at you, Scott. <laughs> it's All next right. week. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, this 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 Kelly, I we've talked over the last weeks about all the things that the chamber is doing for their members, for non-members, for the entire community, this is something that can really, really make a material difference in the outlook for a business owner. This is, this is it. Well, um, it, it is fantastic, and it, you know, this is. I just want to clarify too. This is not a chamber program. This was definitely created by Jeff and his wife. Um, you know, we we all worked together, Scott, uh, David, Genjin from the Rotary Club, um, to really you know shape this in the, the best intent and the wishes of Jeff and his wife. But um, it, you know, this is it's called Local Love for Manhattan Beach, which is 
you know, encompassing, and it's, it's not solely a chamber program by any means. We are simply a part of mm. it. I was, I'm very flattered to have been brought into it um, to help be a little bit of the voice, you know, of these small business owners. Um, obviously, I'm very close to that, so I appreciate, you know, the opportunity to be able to chime in um, and to be involved and now to help uh, disseminate the message. Right, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have a mission. If you live, if you know Manhattan Beach, get this message to those small business owners that you know are struggling. Get this uh, podcast to them. Get the link to them. Uh, Make sure that everyone that you know that needs to know, especially that special friend who wants to remain anonymous, who wants to make that donation, make sure they get this information. Um, and uh, and uh, we're going to show a little love, local love for Manhattan Beach. This is great, Je- <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> thank thank you, Joe. Amazing. Thank you very much for having us on. All right. Thank you. Right. And thank you, Kelly. Uh, thank what you, a, a, Joe and Jeff and Scott. Thank you for taking, um, you know, an hour out of your time this morning. We really appreciate it and everything that you've done for the community. Our pleasure. Thank you. All right. Everything That's you're doing. Show. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Local love for Manhattan Beach. We'll see you all on uh, Friday. Bye-bye now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.